0: Hello. You can't see me, but I'm dancing in the background. It's really to uh, trap and bass beat. If you've ever been to one of those um, DJ parties where everybody has headphones on and. They're all in their zone. Yeah, that's me right now. (laughs) Welcome to the Hearing Colors to Kill Sounds podcast. And it is one of the weirdest podcast series ever, 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 ever ever, that you've listened to in your car or in your kitchen while making something. Maybe arugula or something like this. Uh, Preferably like, uh, what would you call this? Asparagus? Yeah. Asparagus. And and you put that down with the little clothes and you put it in the oven. But yes, this is a never-ending podcast creative book series. Book. I I wrote this a while ago and I'm currently writing another. So put your think caps on. You're in book three right now. Woo! Woo! (laughs) Relax. And imagine for a second some outlandish farscape science fiction stuff for a second two seconds then you can go back to your instagram tiktok slash csnbc world of i don't even know what's in that world i guess what sports and stuff oh yeah super bowl is coming up wow that's pretty cool Uh, anywho so yeah the book series, we're in book three right now, and I'm digging it, I'm, as a, I'm trying to feel my way with book three, like, it's just different, and I like book two, because it was as a stride, and symphonically, and even grammatically, how I wrote it down, completely different than the first book, but, obviously the third book is a bit shorter and obviously it's of note you know like I I noted that just because I was going to separate it from another one but I'm not really like super super over enamored with certain things and I'm assuming that's why I feel differently about the third book but I like how I led to a lot of different things and where the influence came from. Give some. Give some. I guess. What would you call. Coolness to it. <laughs> Just because it's the third book. And it feels that way. But yeah. It it, it really. Yeah. To feel it. You, you have to feel it. And, and I'm feeling like. If this was like a, a basketball game or something like this, then the third book would be the power forward. The second book would be like the power. F- wait, wait. Okay, so the second book would be the power forward. The third book would be like the center. <laughs> and then the first book would be like the guard. Like, because he just comes through and. Sh- whoosh, 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 whoosh. Jason Williams some stuff and just throw it in so yeah it's a real cool thing to to see how these stories tie together and I was explaining in the last podcast before this one just in part of how I was influenced to come up with one of my favorite storylines and that was also why I don't say which like book is my favorite favorite because the stories continue into all of them but the Floating Island was one of my favorites because it had so many different influences and so many things that I peppered into it, not even including, I hadn't even explained to you what the people look like or the beings look like and the the setting. The The Floating Island in, in itself looks like something no one has ever seen before. the The structures, the spirals, the buildings architecturally... Everything is out of this world and you couldn't even really verse with gravity how much these things could actually just be unimaginable in our eyes uh, by analogy to analogize what it is that we're experiencing. So what I mean by that is like, if we were to look at something and we look at this building and it has like all these spins in it and it looks like, I don't know, a 3D or 5D model and we're trying to fathom in our heads to, to make an analogy of something that would be over water or, or on land and it would generally be the case because it's on this floating island is what I'm saying. And it, it began as that as I was just like describing something and thinking of where my influences came from. So I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, well, I want these people and refugees to go up this place and I want them to discover something that would blow our minds, but definitely, definitely, definitely is going to blow their minds. And then I want to have it where it, it just becomes a mystery within a mystery within a mystery within a mystery within a mystery mystery. because there are so many different things in the world of celestial that one could go off and and say like oh well this is this or this is that that's a tree that's a person that's this and this is that but to be fair with everyone with this giant mix-up there is no point of reference. There is no no point of someone clearly stating that this is. And philosophically, I feel like all collegiate philosophers would have or be pulling out pieces of their mustaches because they they would have to argue their point to someone in in a debate fashion and format and it'd be very serious versus it being the playful matter that it is today. Of something that they've known for hundreds of thousands of years, and something that they would have to prove on a daily basis to someone who may or may not know their language, who may or may not know symbols, who may or may not know anything, may not know how to walk, and, and to to stand on their ground and to stand on those things uh, as if it was a life and death situation is something that would be very new. And I would be curious as to see a lot of philosophers and collegiates uh, argue these things. But essentially that is what I wanted in the story of not just philosophy that... that, I don't know anything about that subject, by the way. (laughs) But to state that and have it in the story... I just wanted it to be one of the the, the overlaying themes for the floating island because it's floating obviously literally over celestial hundreds of thousands of feet in the air but no one truly even knows as to what these beings know on the island. These people or these beings have a very uh, mysterious air to them. They have mysterious technology to them compared to... The rest of Celestial, which is in a state of confusion right now. And so literally, as I'll continue the story from the last podcast, they, they, these refugees are walking up and they're huffing, they're puffing, they're grabbing the kids, they're making sure they're okay. they're making sure they at least have the bare minimum of supplies. And, and so they reach this precipice and they see the floating island. It's one of the most beautiful things they have ever seen flabbergasted each and every one of them they are and obviously terrified from this thing that is just there just in the middle of the sky giant whatever you want to call it larger than any continent you've ever seen by comparison it's bigger than any continent on earth but bigger than that and just in the sky But obviously out of distance where they can't just hop over something and and hop on the island. So they're amazed. They're surprised. And in these instances, they see these floating things. And so they think that they're they're birds. And they initially, like I say, think that they are birds floating in the island. And they get closer and closer and closer because it's like thousands and thousands of yards away. And they start floating over and they start floating over and they see that these are not birds. They have arms and legs and these are actual men. And so then they just, like, I don't even know how you describe when you lose your shit. Like, you're like, what? What? Like, it's a double take and a double take and literally there is no place to run uh, up more up the mountain or to run down or to run off the cliff. And, and it's not that high up in the sky but it's not to a point where you would generally want to jump down a few thousand feet on the top of these canopy of trees so that happens and they come closer and closer and closer and closer and it's a crazy thing because they look not like how you would think of a human and it's not just a loincloth and a helmet on their heads they generally have this uh, weird technology that uh, combines or is coupled with their bodies. And so I describe them as having brown skin like me, or almond colored skin. And one of the leaders of the group has a, a helmet or a bird helmet. And it's generally something that is not humanoid or anything like this. And no, no, it is not Stargate. No, any science fiction fan out here, because I know what you're thinking, I know what you're thinking. No, it did not look like Stargate. Stargate is a very cool series, it's very cool, it has a lot of lights, has a lot of colors, it's very awesome. But no, no, <laughs> it is something different. And I love that it is that combination of technology and. Uh, A synthetic or organic type of material that makes it a gold fashion but then makes it a a sense of stringy or spongy type material and that is what you would generally see when or not generally that's what you would see when one of the gentlemen uh, from the floating island floated over and 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 it's very a blue it's very like a very vibrant color, a very emerald fashion when it, it shines on, on the sunlight. And there are three suns in the sky, so you can generally fashion of how, and, and the trajectory of how the light uh, bounces and that what that looks like. And so these guys start like, not trying to to over influence or freak the people out, But to generally have it as they are chilling, like it's really, (laughs) they, they are, their whole purpose is to deescalate and, and they speak to these beings in their minds and that does the complete opposite at first and, and starts freaking them out. And he's like, just chill, chill. Which one of you are, is the leader? And he's asking all the refugees in their minds at the same time. And he's like, "Yo, just chill, just chill, just chill. We're not here. We ain't on no, no no bull. We just want to know which one of you is the leader, so we can like handle this." And uh, Renzo and Ayaz, um, before they could even speak, they they obvi- obviously handle the situation and say that they um, don't know anything. Um, they meant no harm by coming up this mountain, and they meant no harm to him or his people. They didn't even know that they existed. And so the same could be said as the refugees um, saying this to the people from the island. The people from the island are saying this to them that they didn't even know they existed either. And so this is a first occurrence that someone has um, happenly or happenstance uh, came up to this point. And so they wave off in the distance into the island and so then a light being shines from the island from one of the spires and hits um, all of the people from the island on the hand. And so then all the people from the refugees, he waves over to them and a light being shines on their hands. And so then and it becomes like different types of symbols and it morphs into these different types of symbols and then the symbol basically dematerializes them and then they shoot over uh, to the island in a light beam. Now, okay, all right, okay. So I kind of overdosed. Where I'm from, I call it OD. I OD'd on science fiction, right? You get me, like (laughs) I'm I'm gonna slow down. I'm I'm going to not slow down, but I'm going to at least just Okay, because I I am very cognizant that this is a lot to process and a lot to get from the first story and that is why I have this podcast to explain it to people because off you reading it, you're going to have your own interpretation by default, that's what reading is but to have the confusing aspect of it I purposefully did that too so that you'll still have your own interpretation even after me explaining to you what one part of it is. And I'm not even explaining the 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 uh, similes, the analogies, the alliteration, the the double entendres, this I, I, I layered this so purposefully so and, and as a gift to uh, you guys because I I'm an artist, I'm good like. the whole purpose of that and and to have these said gifts is so that I could share them and then obviously make it fun and then make it not work but make it something that uh, makes someone smile makes someone think and and, and, you know you, you get it so Back to the story, back to the story. Before before I, I, I dip out on you guys today, because this is a thank you, um, I was going to update um, later. But anyway, anyway, so all this is happening on, on this island. Like the refugees, they're waking up and on some Jack Bauer stuff, they're just sitting there. And they're like, what? Like, we just want to live, man. I don't care about all of that. I don't care about... No shiny jewelry, none of that. I just want to live, bro. He's like, nah, man. I, psh, point me to the water. That's The water is the most important thing right now, my nigga. I don't even care about nothing else. What? Clothes? Is that an option? I just want to live, man. You, you, do you want to live? I just, I just want to live. While I got the opportunity to live for as long as I can, I just want to live. buddy. do you want that? That's where the refugees are at. (laughs) No argument, no contest, no anything else involving all of the other things that are happening in life at that moment in time. They're just waking up on this moment and all of these other horrible things had happened But they're still on that point of just like yo we just want to live, just want to live, just want to survive whatever else may happen whatever all these other different circumstances are, it is not their concern until they, they get there and so now they're whisked away on some Cinderella type journey to a floating island they didn't even know existed now perhaps you know, they're whole entire lives have been changed or it could be for the complete and opposite of what they were thinking of. Now, within the mystery, 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 I'm always apt to, you know, not tell you. (laughs) Not to be mean or anything like that. It's not, not my intention, but There's a level of suspense that I always revere, and I was talking about this yesterday, and this was to someone from a different generation from me, but she understood about how I used to watch programs one time a week, and then I would have to wait a whole seven days for the episode to come back on again. Now, I'm not going to do that. That's low-key. That in a day where you could binge watch anything and you can basically look on Wikipedia and find someone to give you everything from spoiler alerts. I, I really that's not my intention. However, 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 if I'm doing something and my project gets so popular that like people are requesting it and I'm doing this every day, then I may have to like expand it where it's a, a span of like six months out of the month. And then another six months where they have to wait. So that I get a break. (laughs) But the story still will be written. And I still will be doing other things in a different format. But yeah, it's it's interesting to to see this. And I'll update and give you uh, what happens when they get to the floating island. And what happens in the third book on the next installment. So yeah, this is... I'm learning and reaffirming myself. This is like the second or third time that I'm reading this third book. And so, like, the first time I had to, like, love it. And this time, the second time, I had to, like, read it and reiterate it. But this time, I'm actually, I may enjoy this third book. It may be, like, my second favorite book or something like this. So, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Uh, Hit the subscribe button. Let someone know in the LA area if they like cool people who I don't know. I don't. I'm not a LA leaker where I, I I could like freestyle on a beat or anything like this. It's not my jam. Uh, I'm not uh, a new school rapper, but I like podcasts. I like nerd stuff and I tell stories. So oh, hearing of kill sounds. My name is V. Peace, peace.